0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Gaijin Wrestling Radio, hosted by the guys from Retromania. That's us. I'm Kobe Nida, one half of the hosting squad, and as always, I'm joined by... Jimmy Price. Yeah, and we're here. We're going to talk a little all-in. Yes. And some uh, NXT stuff, and then kind of preview the upcoming NJPW card, and then the Evolve show that we'll be going to this Friday, uh, September the... Seventh. Seventh. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. It'll be my first um, indie show that I've ever been to and yeah. first show since the ROH show. Since yeah. 15 oh, you're, you're,
1: so. you're going to love yeah. it. You're going to love it. Evolve is such a cool atmosphere. And uh, like I was, we were talking to TJ last night. And he was talking about buying a Joey Janela shirt. And I was just like, wait till we get there because like that's how it is on the indies. Like, guys. You know, set up the tables, and you know after their match or whatever, they're just kind of hanging out and taking pictures, and it's pretty cool. It's a yeah. pretty cool, pretty cool environment, so it'll it'll be, it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, last night we got together with the with two of the boys from uh, Movie the Podcast, yep. Sean and TJ. We went over TJ's house and watched All In. Thanks yep. again for purchasing that, TJ. Yep. Um, it was a great event. Um, overall But before we get into the event Let's just roll through Recent happenings with NXT Yeah We covered the TakeOver And now they had their post-show mm-hmm. There was Pete The pre-tape match with Pete Dunne Beating the uh, Zach guy Yeah, good stuff there as always Yeah, decent match Yeah uh, Pete Dunne has still had that title for over a year now. I'm not sure what yeah. they're gonna do, but yeah. I guess the NXT UK TV will be solving that.
1: Yeah, problem. yeah, and no, I mean he could hold, he could hold on to that thing for another year and be the focal point of NXT UK, and then whoever takes it off of him is. Yeah. Off to the races. So. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe not like for an entire year, but th- there's still a lot of legs on that run because the majority of yeah. his defenses haven't even been available to watch on the network or wow. anything like that. So. Yeah, he's
0: still doing stuff in, for progress. Progress. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I think he's made some ICW shots, and so yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting. Another hour of uh,
0: programming to yeah, tack it on. Try w. try
1: to find time for.
0: Um, yeah. So then the next week we get. Um, Uh, A a few storylines building. We have a a storyline feud going with uh, one Velveteen Dream Mm -hmm. and Johnny Gargano.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll be a fun match. I mean, Johnny Gargano does what he does, and he came out, opened the show, and whined like a little bitch for (laughs) a good five minutes until William Regal, thank God, intervened and uh, saved the day, because I could not stand to hear him. (laughs)
0: Just to bring up, you sent me a picture of your notes... (laughs) Yeah, uh, Johnny Fuckface. Johnny
1: Fuckface is like not even like, uh, and I was just taking notes on the match at Takeover, and I wasn't even like trying to, you know, it wasn't for an audience, <laughs> and I forgot that I wrote it, but that's just how I, Johnny Fuckface, <laughs> main event, Johnny Fuckface versus Tommaso Champa, champion NXT title. Can't yeah, wait
0: until that chant uh, gets gets to the NXT Orlando. Send
1: him to Joppa. Yeah. I'll start it.
0: All right. <laughs> 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 then a, a few other things we had that um the arrival of this the well william regal is running his investigation to see what happened with alistair yeah they yeah. zoom in and they see nikki cross at the top of the building watching everything yeah yeah Kinda she's odd.
1: just hanging out up
0: there yeah very Nikki Cross thing to do. They're like, we still need you somehow yeah. for storyline stuff, yeah. so let's just interject. Here oh, here. but how,
1: how great was she in that segment, though, with Regal and just, yeah. like, losing her shit on the chair, and then Bianca Belair comes in, and she's not having any of it. It was That was a
0: really, really fun segment. Yeah, definitely. And then we get the introduction of the... These new guys, it was, um, what'd you say, one half of the former Blake and Buddy Murphy? Yeah,
1: yeah. So Buddy Murphy is now on, uh, NXTs. Now we got Blake and two guys, and I was, uh, did not catch the other two, uh, the other two's names, but new, uh, a new faction on the scene, maybe to kind of fill the, the beardy faction role (laughs) void that, uh, that sanity loves yeah. yeah sanity left it behind so now we got some new beardy guys
0: we had the wyatts yeah then we had sanity now we're going with these beards yeah guys. yeah definitely yeah. um and then the war raiders uh made their appearance known after the fact that uh it was undisputed era going against pete dunn and ricochet and
1: ricochet yeah and ricochet of course towards the end of the match ricochet uh hits the dive and uh uh, Roddy and Adam Cole get out of the way, so Pete Dunne ends up beating Ricochet's dive. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I would love to see. Uh, hopefully, we get a one-on-one match, champion Pete Dunne and Ricochet. champion versus champion. That yeah. would be that would be all about that. That's one thing that like makes NXT something to look forward to every week. Is that it? Their their main events are constantly, consistently, mm-hmm. rather, uh, um, you know can't miss
0: stuff yeah know, exactly yeah, that match just, was awesome yeah. and they did a little switcheroo at the beginning of undisputed Era, you think it's yeah, gonna be kyle yeah. and uh roddy and then all of a sudden adam cole
1: little uh, little free bird action but um so i'm excited to see keith lee had another squash match It's entertaining and like i can't wait to see who he gets paired with for his first like actual feud
0: yeah a lot of charisma there he's he's doing a lot of what reminds me of the rock mm. when the rock was like peak yeah like 99 2000 rock
1: yeah he's like the rock in rikishi's body mm-hmm. and he can go like fucking you know kota ibushi sometimes <laughs> yeah, he's he's amazing
0: it was a quick fun squash match. yeah yeah and then we had the other stuff with uh lars sullivan and ec3 yeah
1: it's yeah. fast forward all day pretty much uh, yeah
0: so hopefully like you said that'll be like a tv program and they're not they're not going to stall that for like an NXT takeover because that will be the opener and the worst match.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 definitely. But overall, I mean, it was a, it was a fun show. Kind of, kind of kick things off for this new set of tapings. And this is the first time I usually read the spoilers. But this time, at you know, you, you mentioned you, you avoid the spoilers for NXT, so I'm going spoiler free this time on NXT this go around. So yeah, I think it
0: makes it more enjoyable. Definitely, a, a, each week something to yeah. look forward to.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm more enticed <laughs> to watch it, not knowing what's yeah. going on. Good
0: yeah. figure. A new, uh, new color scheme for the Undisputed era. They're going with the blue and black now yeah. instead of the NXT colors, which yeah. is pretty cool. They're 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 transitioning into this this strong faction.
1: Yeah, and it looks like Champa is maybe uh, maybe laid claim to that yellow and black because he's wearing a a yes. badass new shirt with the with the Black Heart flag and the yellow and black. Yep, that is that is a that is a good T-shirt.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see what's going to happen, how long Aleister Black is going to be out, and when he'll return, and who the hell attacked him. Yeah. We were saying it both yeah. kind of feels like uh, definitely they're going with the Johnny Gargano like angle, but they could do a huge swerve at the end. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like we we've met, we talked about before the possibility that it's somebody who isn't on the roster yet. It could be Matthew Riddle. Uh could be, um, you know, somebody they're sending down from the main roster. They haven't done that in a while, but I think they're, you know, overdue. And I think it would be a good, good run for somebody to to go down there and uh, get some time. Maybe Kevin Owens. That would
0: yeah, he just quit. Yeah, quote yeah. unquote. Right. Yeah, and I got a
1: text uh, from from someone. Uh, well, I got a text from Kyle. Who said somebody, somebody we both know uh, said that the word was that KO was going to show up at all in last night. And I almost like. I was like, we were both like, if it happens, like, that would be amazing, Yeah. but uh, no, no, no such luck, but uh, I mean, there's always going to be fun little
0: uh, rumors like that. Yep, that is the uh, internet dirt page oh, yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. But the rumor mill and Reddit yeah. kind of takes over as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so let's move on from there. Let's talk about All In. Yes. Did you catch any of the free for all in stuff?
1: No, no. Yeah, I got over 0 hour. Yeah, we we missed that. I don't think I don't think TJ watched it either. I'm not sure if it was available if you ordered the pay-per-view or if you had to watch it on WGN. Not sure. Either. Um, but yeah, at any rate we didn't didn't see any of that. Um but you got, you got that, some that
0: opened up with SoCal uncensored uh, Frankie Kazarian Scorpio Sky beating the Briscoe brothers. Yeah, that, that was a match I was kind of looking forward to on the main card. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I guess want a, a hot match to open it up for the all in crowd.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, especially early on in the show, one of the themes was you know these guys who have sort of built the indies over the last you know ten or you know. And, and some people's cases 20 30 years almost mm-hmm. they're, they're getting their due yeah. by being on this show by being on the biggest independent show ever so yep. good i mean you know the the their you know politics are always you know in question and and they're i'm not you know going to defend that by any stretch of the imagination but they have been a consistent force on the on the indie scene and they're a really good tag team so yeah to sep- separate the separate the politics sometimes
0: yep uh, I will definitely be catching that when they they'll probably re-air it on ROH TV. Yeah, here, um, I, I assume. I think the whole show all is in.
1: supposed to be on uh, NG, uh NJPW World. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah.
0: I, when I looked this morning, I didn't see anything. Yeah, uh, so they might have delayed it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, then we get the ROH num world title number one contendership fifteen man over the budget. <laughs> Over the top battle royal, yeah, um, and it was a surprise entrance Chico El Luchador winning, who turned out to be Flip Gordon, right, right. So yeah. that's a little fun stuff there. And y- y- explain a spot that happened in there.
1: Yeah, so I was talking to uh, again former former guest, dear friend Kyle Clark, who uh, will be joining us this Friday for Evolve. He he did catch the battle royal, and he told me uh, uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, There's a lot of fun moments. Maybe the, the coolest moment was Jimmy Jacobs doing a five-knuckle shuffle <laughs> and uh, was going for a pedigree and, like, sort of, I guess, called out uh, Triple H to the hard cam, wow. uh, And then Billy Gunn, who was also in the Battle Royal, cut him off.
0: That's good. Um, but he
1: was in there. Colt Cabana was on there as well. Um, not the last we would see of Colt on no, the show, though. No. So, and yeah. Brian
0: Cage had a big showing in there, too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nice little fun thing and continuing stories from being the elite. Flip was not supposed to be booked for all-in. Yeah. He snuck his way in. Looks like he gets a ROH world title shot. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool for him. Definitely. All right, let's go on to the main card. Fight TV from Sears Center. All-in. Yes. And it's Matt Cross beating Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes. So you enjoyed that match? Uh, I, I came in late for that one. Yeah, play,
1: I so. came in about halfway through on this one. Um, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, I had not seen Russell before. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Cross, of course, everybody is, is most people are familiar with. Uh, the match was hot, it was a good opener. Um, and, you know, M Dog going over in the end is, you know, he, to me, he's in that category of guys who have, you know, laid the groundwork for this show. News, yeah. Yeah. And he, it, it's showing, too. He was looking old, he was right. looking, looking like a grizzled old vet.
0: Yeah. Then um, going on, singles match uh, with special referee Jerry Lynn. Yes. Christopher Daniels beats Stephen Amell. Yeah. Decent match. I mean, I'm impressed by Stephen Amell every time he's in that ring. Yeah. Um, and just the back and forth, you think he's going to get the win there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said, I think they're paying... Uh, respects to people like Christopher Daniels that have led the mm. way for this um, indie wave yeah yeah
1: and Jerry Lynn getting in there too and and I didn't mind like you know the the interaction between him and Daniels because I thought that was a, good, a cool callback
0: right um, Jerry Lynn's final match against Christopher Daniels. Yeah
1: yeah definitely uh, so it was a it was a good match I mean a little you know sloppy points but I mean obviously he's you know green mm-hmm. just, no pun intended there. Uh but uh ML is definitely gets the uh the A for effort, the A for ML, and the L for loss.
0: Yeah. In this one. With the fallen angel, yeah, off with the victory yeah. and a nice uh, best moonsault ever. Yeah, real quick little way to finish him off. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a nice way to to cap that match.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad he hit another best moonsault ever because the first one he hit was just it was not
0: not not good. It Wm. Was, yeah, it was all it was all four. Moonsault.
1: Yeah, it was all four
0: arms. <laughs> Uh Then moving on, a four way match: Tessa Blanchard defeats Brick Baker, Chelsea Green, and Madison Rayne. So I'm only familiar with uh, Tessa Blanchard and Madison Rain. Mm-hmm. Uh Chelsea Green, I guess, is from the Impact, or uh, she looked like one of those characters from Impact.
1: So yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm I wasn't super familiar with uh, really anybody in this match except for Tessa. So I was going in kind of blind. But
0: uh, you don't n- remember Madison Rain from the TNA days?
1: I see. I've TNA <laughs> is like <laughs> a Kid. yeah, yeah. It's a huge <laughs> blind spot for me. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, that was that was a good match. Um, it started off a little clunky, mm-hmm. and then I think they they recovered in the end. Um, even Chelsea Green had a nice spot um, where they were doing like the moon salts and the topes to the outside. It yeah, was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I think they definitely uh, exceeded uh, expectations in that match, and you know they really took it up a notch from you know the you know the opener and the the match with uh, Amel and Daniels uh chelsea green i thought had a great showing and mm. um her character work is also pretty cool with the you know the yeah. sort of like a nikki cross crazy meets laura palmer kind of kind of vibe to it i, I dug it yeah dug tessa it.
0: blanchard is a fucking beast in there yeah, she, she has some great power moves man she's um, gonna
1: come to wwe one day and have a match with charlotte flair and those two are gonna two beasts you know
0: they're gonna they're gonna tear the house down I'd love to see it she was part of the first Mae Young classic yep we'll see if uh, she's even close to coming around when they do the women's stuff the full time show yeah they're gonna go there soon yeah Uh, right. next up this was (laughs) all the um all the build for the show, like it was all based around this and yeah. then uh it I was surprised that it was so early in the card, but also I I understand because of the booking. Mm-hmm. Um we have Cody with Brandy Rhodes defeating Nick Aldis for the NWA World Championship, becoming the NWA champion. Yeah. Um what'd you think of the match?
1: The match itself I, I wasn't, you know, necessarily blown away by it in terms of like the in-ring work, but I think the story that they told, mm-hmm. leading up to it, and the story that they told in the match, even you know through some clunky moments and a lack of fluidity, um, I think that outweighed any any of the negatives, and I think it was just a, it was the crowd was a hundred percent into it, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a it was a great it was a great moment. I could have done without the, um, the sort of br- the, the brandy spot yeah the brandy spot i mean that maybe but uh i was gonna say the um the stuff with ddp and um yeah who who did aldis have in his corner that that was out there i forget who did who did ddt uh, ddp do the diamond cutter too oh man it was um
0: davari 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 yeah We, we kept same Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, no, yeah. Wrong guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then there was the spot where uh, Brandy's in the Roads and, uh, Brandy's in the ring. The,
1: the Roads is in Brandy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> later that night, NWA title on the head of the bed frame.
0: So she's over top of Cody. He um, he holds on to her as Nick Aldis does a flying elbow from the top turnbuckle and hits Brandy. Yeah. It's a nice little spot there. Yeah. And then in an underwhelming kind of way, we just have Cody cutting off Nick Aldis' sunset flip and just grabbing the legs, dropping down. One, two, three.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a quick surprise ending, especially after we get the big false finish after you know Cody hits the uh, beautiful disaster and uh, the crossroads. crossroads that look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and he kicks out of that, and then to end it with the pinning combination is an interesting choice. Um, but again, it was all about the build to that moment and and that that crowning. Yeah. Um. So that the the story of it, you know, I think. Right, I sort think isolated
0: of, yeah. by itself, I'll go back and watch it again. Yeah, I'll probably enjoy it much more. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we we all kind of were talking at TJs, and we were in agreement. It's like Cody Rhodes has everything there, but sometimes the in ring for the matches are not that entertaining.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. There's just something missing there. And I, you go back two years, I, I I was there, and I think TJ and Sean were at that show too. Although we weren't, I didn't know him back then. Uh, his first match on the Indies was at uh at evolve in joppa oh wow where we go on friday and it was against Zack saber jr mm. and like i think everybody was expecting like this you know blow away match because Zack saber jr is the best technical wrestler in the world and you know cody's got all the momentum in the world coming into the indies and the match was good but it's just like it's like most of his matches like they're good
0: yeah but that's all you
1: can not, say not yeah. great yeah. yeah yeah so um I am very interested to see where they go with him and the title and,
0: you know, where he defends it and, you know, who he defends it against. Yeah, because like I was explaining, NWA is now just a promotion with the belt. mm -hmm. So it's like a traveling champion. He'll go to other promotions to promote the brand NWA and that 10 pounds of gold.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So a
0: nice little strategy that they have and room to grow, I think. Oh, for sure. So uh, we will see on the next episode of 10 Pounds of Gold, and I'm sure being the elite, some more build-up, and uh, what the future holds for all those characters involved. Definitely. All right, match of the night for me. Oh, wow. Chicago Street Fight, Hangman Page beats Joey Janela with Penelope Ford. I've never seen Joey Janela before, uh, but he came out there and uh, body... Removed, you know, removed from the body aspect or anything. Like, I respect people that have different looks. So, like, mm. I, I got out of that, like, to that snootiness and just was like, all right, accept the match. Let's go. And, uh, because compared to Hangman Page, he's like, he's stacked and, you know, he's got yeah. a big old dick, too. <laughs> uh, no uh, so, yeah, uh, the match just started started off hot and then they kept going from there and there raising the bar and then there's that spot where joey Janela slips from hangman page's power bomb Ooh. off the stairs and just barely crashed into the table yeah and then afterwards his back was tore up yeah yeah and just back. taking brutal brutal bumps from uh hangman page
1: yeah, that was a scary moment. There was a lot of scary moments in this match, obviously, but that one I was like, oh, because it looked like he was about to, I guess he kind of saved himself uh, at, at the very end there, but it looked like he was about to
0: just land on his head. Yeah. Um. Then we get the boot spot. Yeah, the boot spot. We were like, what's in the bag? And I was thinking like a snake to, pri- to t- play into the Joey Ryan. Right, and, um, right. Um, but then um, Penelope, she un- Bags the boots, and yeah. uh, that turns Hangman Page into the killer that he once was. Yeah. Uh, so he super kicks Penelope, <laughs> which was an awesome little spot that she, yeah. she took that bump. Oh, yeah. Um, then there's a ladder brought into play. Joey Janela and Hangman Page are fighting at the top. Hangman Page is using the telephone that he, quote unquote, killed Joey Ryan with, bashing him over the head strangles joey janella and then gives him the the last ride or the last right Mm -hmm. um off the ladder through a table wow the rite of passage i'm sorry yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely an an all-time crazy fucking spot um and the build to it like you like you mentioned and, and the telling of the story as crazy as the story is it's so much fun, and there was like so much, you know, like the stuff with the Cracker Barrel barrel early on, and it's like it started out.
0: It was like a Donkey Kong spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was ridiculous, but then like you know, it got more serious, and yeah, this was my first time uh, seeing Joey Janela r- wrestle too, and uh, he's definitely like, he's just like fucking. Balls to the wall like crazy, and I guess that's sort of his gimmick is that he he mostly wrestles these no DQ matches. So I think that works for him mm-hmm. and his body type and his character. Yep. um But yeah, it was just a just a crazy ass street fight, and uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised that that's your match of the night. But I don't disagree. I mean, I don't disagree with your opinion. Your <laughs> p- no, but i it's it's definitely it was it was. Definitely the most fun match of the night. That's I would what I say. Mean, I'm, yeah, um,
0: more. Yeah. For technical sake, we'll get to the, the yeah match of the night. But yeah, I think the most fun yeah I had was in that
1: match. Yeah, and wrestling is supposed to be fun. Yeah, that's what the
0: show's all about. Even with the ending of the match, Joey Janela gets some respect there, and then all of a sudden the lights go out. Yep, and it's the return of one Joey Ryan.
1: We were fucking losing our shit yep. watching this last night.
0: It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, You have the flaccid, uh, (laughs) I forget the name that they said, but it was... uh, Oh,
1: the phalanx of phalluses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The dick druids.
0: (laughs) Beautiful spot. Yeah. Just the, he he had, he like came back from the dead, so all these inflatable dicks come out, a la Undertaker. Yep, yep. Um, I'm just cracking up this whole time. And then does the uh, dick flip to Adam Page after Adam Page said I murdered you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's the real w-
0: it's the real world. There ain't no coming back. Yeah, um, does that spot? And then the the dick druids carry Hangman Page away. Yeah, so just <laughs> incredible, incredible shit. <laughs> um, you can see why it's my match of the night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was great. Then we get into some more silly stuff, but also serious. Yeah. The ROH World title match. Jay Lethal with his brother from another mother. Uh, Lanny Poffo. Yes. Defeating Flip Gordon with Brandy Rhodes by his side.
1: That was weird.
0: Interesting. She comes out with the army gar- garb and everything. and yeah. I, I think it'll play into being the elite storyline, because... I didn't see anything else of like why she was out there. Maybe Cody will be like, "Hey, why'd you come out with Flipper?" You know, like I, I don't know. It was yeah, interesting. like
1: they're back there celebrating slash running the show, and then yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, how do you like this match? Because Jay Lethal got tapped on the shoulder right before he came out. And we know in the Being the Elite storylines, he's uh, been turning back and forth to black machismo. Right, right, right. So uh, he once saw the Young Bucks and was like, oh, the Rockers, Marty, Sean, yeah. yeah. And they're like, great, what are you going to call us next, the Hardy Boys? Right. Was funny. Yeah. Uh, so he gets tapped on the shoulder. He comes out in the black machismo mode. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of fun at the beginning of this match. The part where he grabs Brandy Rhodes and sends <laughs> her to the side. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, that, that was great. That was great. And then at one point gets uh gets tapped on the shoulder again. So he's back and he's like wondering what's going on. Yeah. Um, but we get the amazing finisher of the lethal injection. And yeah. Yeah, we were it's talking about of, it. A
1: lot of dressing on it for Yeah. just
0: basically just being a cutter. Yup. Uh, so, a decent match here. Um, Jay Lethal comes out with a win. We had the mixing up stuff with uh, Bully Ray coming out with a chain to attack Flip. They're continuing feud from last month ROH match that we saw. Yeah. And um, then you had Colt Cabana who's been coming out for the save. Yeah. So, they're continuing this Colt cabana and bully ray dynamic yeah
1: which i loved because you know I'm, I'm a huge cole cabana mark and i was so glad that he got a sh- got a spot not only on the pre-show but during the main show and he had 10,000 people in an arena in chicago chanting his name and, exactly and with everything that he's been through this year like he, he i'm sure he needed that and he damn sure deserved it so it was a co- it was a cool moment i was that was a highlight of the show not the highlight but a highlight of the show for me
0: agreed yeah agreed um All right, so next card on the match, it was Kenny Omega, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, against Penta El Zero Mero. Yeah, hold on to your butts,
1: dream dream match.
0: Yep, Yep. yep. yeah. What'd you think? I mean, go through it.
1: Uh, Just hundred miles an hour uh, from the beginning. I I love like the uh, you know the interactions opening up with uh, you know they're each trying to uh, you know kind of assert their dominance and. Penta kept going for the, you know, his, uh, Zero Mierdo, and, uh, you know, uh, Kenny kept cutting him off, and they were just off to the races from there, um,
0: knee triggers looked, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, pretty harsh, yeah, yeah, um, a hard-hitting action, then we get the, what was that driver on the, uh, on the apron,
1: spot? yeah, that was a, yeah, was that, that was a package pile driver mm-hmm. on the apron, yeah, that was scary looking, yeah, um, and then the uh, the spot of uh, Penta going to break Kenny's arm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if like
0: that if he continues to, to sell that. He sold it after the match too. Again yeah. After the effect after the match. Um, interesting note here. He didn't come out with the I W G P Heavyweight mm-hmm. Championship. Yeah. Um, so it made me think maybe he might lose in the match, but if new japan's gonna post all in why not have him come out with the fucking belt
1: that was really yeah, it was really weird and it, it could just be as simple as you know the belt has to stay in japan like i has he is he does he come out on ring of honor tv with it have you seen him do no, that i haven't yeah i'm sure it's probably some some weird you know insurance you know <laughs> i don't i don't fucking know but it's it was a little strange seeing him without the belt but uh uh, yeah, it was just um, a killer match. And the, to the the arm stuff was just, like, when Penta hits that, it's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he, sell, he sold it like death. Um, but throughout all the fighting there, he has enough strength to lift up Penta for the one-wing angel and... That's actually pretty, it plays into it. He was a one-winged angel. Very appropriate, yeah. yeah. Um, Pinning him, one, two, three, Pentagon is laid out, and then the lights go out. And I called it right off the bat. The lights came up, and I was like, looking a little thicker, that's Chris Jericho. Yeah,
1: yeah, the tattoos were pretty obvious. uh,
0: Pretty dead giveaway there, but fun spot.
1: Still amazing,
0: yeah. Yeah, so Pen- uh, Pentagon was being played by Chris Jericho after the match. Yeah. Uh, he pulls the mask off after beating down Kenny Omega. So I guess that feud continues, which is also interesting because um, Chris Jericho is the Brock Lesnar of New Japan with the I- with the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they have a match. I know they're going to have the, the Rager at Sea mm-hmm. match in a October. That's yeah. Alpha Club against Bullet Club. So uh, maybe they're just playing into that little angle. Yeah, but still, they, yeah,
1: they could be. They could, you know, very well do the return um, at MSG um, at the at the G One Supercard. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could stretch it out that far, that's still quite a ways away. Um, but yeah, I think the 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 cruise is just going to be the six man, right? Yep. So so there's there's a lot of room to you know kind of keep that thing going and they're gonna i'm, I'm so interested to um uh, to see where they're going to go with the um with the msg show and what's going to be the the main event you know yeah
0: a lot of a lot of stuff is up and up in the air right now yeah um and they're, they're doing a good way of uh carrying on new japan feuds with other promotions and and the other stuff that they're doing mm-hmm. it's a really cool way to keep me entertained as a fan where uh, there's a been like a month lull in New Japan, but I still get to see the guys on the roster and ROH and other stuff carrying on with matches and yep. stuff. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, let's go next match. Okada beating Marty Skrull. Great match here. We were talking about this one outside after we left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it took us by surprise because uh, it was second to it was like the co-main event. Mm-hmm. Um. And Marty Skrull showed out here, um just put in a lot of work, a lot of technician work here, and made you believe he was going over, uh, yeah quite a few times
1: yeah there's definitely the moments where I thought it could happen, you know, I thought going in going into the show, I felt like it, it would be you know if if Okada was going to lose like this is like he's at this point in his career where he's between title reigns. Um, where it's more plausible that he could that he could you know potentially lose a match to a Marty squirrel in, a, in an upset environment the fact that all of the bullet club guys had gone over on the show to that point um, kind of you know dissuaded me from from thinking that but still yes. I think s- storytelling ri- storytelling wise and uh, as far as uh, the technical side of things this was match of the night for me Um nice. You know, nice slow build mm-hmm. in this match, uh, and 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 Marty's. Uh, you know, I loved all the spots where he was going for the going for the chicken wing, and he was just this close, but couldn't yeah. quite couldn't quite grasp the uh the fingers they got me um, on one of them I thought yeah, it was over yeah yeah, yeah and uh, so i thought that was great uh i love okada's
0: attitude now uh, yeah, he came out with the rainmaker garb yeah so yeah. he he he's actually in full rainmaker mode right now so like you said he's in between this phase mm-hmm. and yeah, he just had a, a tie with tanahashi who yeah. went tanahashi went on to win the g1 climax so now their match is going to be september 23rd to decide who goes to Wrestle Kingdom. So this is like kick-starting the igniting the flame again within yeah. uh, Okada. It's almost crisis.
1: like a mini-identity crisis. Like, you know, he dyed his hair red, mm-hmm. he's like... He, Balloons. You're like, yeah, ever since Omega beat him, he's like,
0: I don't know what the fuck... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what,
1: what the fuck? Yeah. So it's
0: interesting to see if we'll get uh, Okada Omega again, if Omega can hold on to the title, mm-hmm. if Okada can vanquish Tanahashi, yeah. one of his rivals, um, and or if we get Tanahashi, the ace, coming after the Gaijin. Yeah. yeah. Or we could also have a new champion. So, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Definitely. Because uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Kenny Omega are going to have a match on September 7th, I believe. That is the first night of the Road to Destruction. Yep. So, yep. some other stuff going on there. Yeah, Yeah, and then we go to the main event. The Golden Elite. Cody Ibushi, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, defeating Bandito, Ray Phoenix, and Ray Mysterio. Yeah,
1: and this is the point in the show where I look down at my phone and I see that it's ten forty-five, and I'm like, "Oh shit!"
0: Yep, time yeah. constraints.
1: Yeah, that was sort of sort of overshadowed this match, but not entirely, because um, I think it was a great match. And I think it was uh, smart of them to put it on last. Yes. Because, you know, they knew they were going to go out there and go 150 miles an hour. And if they're going to do that, then that, you know, if there's going to be those that time crunch, then, you know, they can, if anybody's going to pick up the speed, it's going to be these guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think they anticipated, you know, the timing issues going in, which is wise, because it's their first pay-per-view. And I guess they figured it was inevitable. And, and you know, I, I would be, I would have been shocked if it was, you know, if they didn't
0: have some sort of, you know, yeah.
1: situation like
0: this. Yeah, you didn't, uh, you don't want a Goldberg and uh, DDP
1: yeah yeah i was a little i was a little stressed out for him and like ray mysterio took forever to come out and i was like what yeah. and they kept they cut to like crowd reactions and i'm like what the fuck is he doing oh my God. like it's 10 to like of like ten forty seven, and i was like i m- one of my main you things wish
0: vampiro was there to be like
1: play the fucking music yeah exactly play the
0: fucking music <laughs>
1: yeah um <laughs> it's yeah i was like my main worry about the show was like not the match quality but i was like nervous for them in terms of production
0: gotcha because
1: yeah. like this is you know their first going i mean i know they had had hired people and they had got got pros on it um but like i was just worried that like you know things could go wrong and to make it look less than you know uh you're not up to par of what a major wrestling show should look like right but you know, time constraints aside, on this they hit the ball out of the park. Yeah, the Big most. Time.
0: My first introduction to Bandito. Yeah, same. Um, and I like him. I uh, had a lot of uh, reminiscent of one Hayabusa in some yes. ways uh, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, a um, lot of nice spots in the match. I mean, Kota Bushi does some beautiful moon salt as always uh ray mysterio in the wolverine garment that was yeah that was awesome nice little touch there um and then we get all the basic the greatest hits Mm -hmm. um we get a melter driver super kicks um close calls on those yeah i love
1: the uh the more bang for your buck working working coda into that um
0: that was that was
1: amazing yeah um, the just the the they got the big you know standoff moment when the dust cleared and you had Coda and Ray. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame we're probably not going to get that match because no. you know Ray's is going to be back in WWE soon. But man, I would love to see those two. Yeah, that yeah. was
0: that was a cool little spot. Yeah. Um, and then they finished it off with uh, the like you said, I think the the ending was a little rushed. I think that they had like two minutes left to they, burn.
1: Well, they. I looked at my phone and it was like ten fifty eight, and they as soon as as soon as they hit the one two three, it was credits and done. Yep. Um, so, so so
0: there was clunky. Like they hit the melts, they hit a move, um, the driver. Yeah. And a bandito kind of broke it up, but only by like a finger touch. Yeah. So it was like a false finish there, and then he goes right outside of the ring and stands on the apron to watch uh, him get the melter driver again. And then just stands there to to see the one, two, three happen. So yeah. So it kind of took me out of, I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And, and it, then it just ended, like yeah. you said. And
1: so. apparently in the post-match, um, Nick had said uh, that they had got off the air with three seconds left. Jesus. So it looked like they had a couple minutes. Um, but I guess in terms of like the production and, and you know however the pay-per-view system works, they literally had three seconds left. So. Yeah. A la, you know, Barely Legal 97, they just got it in. Yeah, I think Um, it was
0: like, all right, let's go.
1: Just barely got it in, but they got it all in.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Overall, I think this is one of the most fun wrestling matches, uh, wrestling events cards that I've seen in a long time. Uh, Just, you know, we had a good time just talking and... I don't think there was a lull at all. It, no, it, like it was match after match after match.
1: It built, it built, and like the flow of it was beautiful. Like he started with uh, a couple solid matches, a few solid matches, and then you got the the big emotional moment with Cody, and then you like fade into some like you know goofy, lightheartedness, goofy yeah. stuff, and then like that that Jay Lethal flip Gordon match was the perfect segue because it started out and had a lot of the goofy stuff, but then turned into a really solid match, and then from there on it was just like. Technical boom! Stuff. Boom! Yeah. Boom! Yeah, yeah, like there's there's your like, the heart of the action.
0: Right. Yeah, man. They, they they did a great job on that, and I I can't wait to see what the future holds for all those fellows.
1: Yeah, I mean, because this is you know, I think regardless of what the buy rate did, and I'm sure they did pretty well because they had the you know number one training worldwide mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. about halfway through the show. Um, just the fact that they sold out and like there's so much excitement for this show like i think they're gonna have to do another one yeah you know? yeah um and just like uh, like it, it's it's palpable like the excitement in the wrestling community for this show and the appetite that fans have for the alternative to wwe and like we even felt it like on our like small level because mm-hmm. you know we were you know we're on the facebook page and you know if you guys were out there and like you know interacting and checking out we we appreciate it like you know we uh, you you posted uh that that image of uh dusty cody, and dusty, cody yeah. and dusty and that got a lot of got reached a lot of eyeballs and people are excited um about this and, yeah and it's just a, it's a fun time and it was an uh it's an inspiration to see like what sort of like independent action um can do and in, in the wrestling industry which as far as like top the top tier is concerned is pro wrestling in america has been more or less monopoly yeah. th- since wcw yeah. went yeah. under yeah um so just to see that is just,
0: it's just one of just, the most important cards since 2001 in, yeah in my opinion
1: absolutely i couldn't couldn't agree more and and to your point too the most fun yeah it was like a it, it it was like a PWG show in terms of the, you know, the level of fun that they brought. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like, I kept thinking of that, like that infamous, uh, John Moxley interview where he's like, wrestling is supposed to be fun. Right. That's like one of my favorite quotes. Um, and it's like this just delivered in spades. So yeah, it, definitely. Was, it was great.
0: I had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all in that was it um what do you think about evolve got some stuff to talk about evolve yeah yeah. light me up lube me up yeah i (laughs) I
1: wish uh i i have been uh evolve i've kind of like not been paying as much attention to evolve as i I have in the past um but we i think the we were talking about going to the show and i think I, i can't remember i think i haven't been to an evolve show in about a year okay um But uh, we were like, you know, talking about going when the date was announced, and we were like thinking about it, and then obviously it's announced this past week that Velveteen Dream is going to be on the card, and then Mm -hmm. immediately, like, all of us are like, well, it's now, you know, it went from like on the fence to like, all right, let's, we're gonna go, we got to go see the Dream. Um, So we got him on the card, and I I forget who he's facing. Uh Um, Let's see. I think it's uh, Austin Theory. It is Austin Theory, okay. um, and Austin Theory is somebody I've seen. Um, he's sort of he's worked his way up the card in evolve, and and sort of taken uh, advantage of the fact that so many of the, the evolve you know people uh, workers are have moved on to NXT. He's sort of like taken those spots, right? Um, along with Darby Allen, who we're going to see in the main event, okay, um, against Joey Janela. And jo- going be
0: awesome. We, just, uh, I, we were just introduced to him. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's going to be another no DQ match. So, I mean, those are the two matches, obviously, the two main events that um, sold us on the show that I'm looking forward to most. But Evolve is, is always solid, and they're always going to put on a good show. So it's, uh, I'm excited for you to get a, get a look at that and like, have the, you know, the full like, indie experience. Um, I think you're going to have a blast, and it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, like you said, I think it it'll be fun to um, to experience the just the 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 feeling of a smaller promotion and be more intimate with the wrestlers and uh, yeah, it'll be my first experience for Evolve. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, okay, yeah. So it's gonna be Velveteen Dream against Austin Theory. Nice. Then we will have Joey Janela going against A R Fox. For the WWN Championship. That might. I think. I thought. You
1: might. Are you looking at New York? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I guess they. I I could have sworn it was Austin Theory and it was a no DQ match, but I guess they switched it up, which is awesome because, I mean. Air Fox is legit. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's an Indian yeah. company, so they could always switch it up. Card is subject to change. Yeah. Yes, folks. indeed, brother. Uh, then we're gonna have a grudge match with uh, champion Chris Dickinson versus Josh Briggs. Yeah. I'll be introduced to those guys for the first time. Yeah, um, Jaka, who I know from uh, what was that? What is that? chikara mm-hmm. uh he'll go against trey miguel someone i'm not familiar with
1: Jaka is is legit and also a really cool dude ran into him at waffle house after uh one of these shows oh, nice. which by the way the waffle house if we're if we're looking to go somewhere after the show that's like where you see like gabe there every time okay. and like a lot of the talent comes through after the show so it's some, sometimes cool to to kind of hang out there and get some like get a fucking all-star breakfast
0: yeah um. Uh, we also get a the person you spoke of before, Darby Allen, okay. against Anthony Henry.
1: Okay. Cool. And Anthony Henry is really good. He's like very. Uh, he's like reminiscent of Arn Anderson,
0: like but in a, a like a bigger. Like, gotcha. Arn Anderson. He's, yeah. He's more Hoss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna get to, get to see some uh, shine action. Oh, cool! Four way match between, between Priscilla Kelly, Kiera Hogan, who uh, I follow on Instagram because she's hot as hell. But <laughs> haven't seen a wrestler, but I yeah. haven't seen her wrestle, but I'm interested. Uh, Dementia De Rose and Aja Pereira.
1: Yeah, and Priscilla Kelly is is uh, in the May Young Classic this year too, so that'll be okay. that'll be legit.
0: Yeah so um, I think I think that'll be an exciting card. Fun stuff. Um, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go over it after we um, go to the event and we'll keep you guys updated and posted.
1: Yeah yeah definitely. Yeah, it'll be uh, be a fun experience.
0: Yeah um, so I think that's it for this week. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll we'll be back um, next week or so talking mm-hmm. about the Evolve show. What's going on with New Japan? What's going on with ROH being the elite? And um, yeah, everything and else in between.
1: Stay tuned for uh, Hulkamania is dead as well. Yes. WrestleMania Five, brother, brother, coming yes, indeed.
0: up. Yeah, it'll probably be next week or the week after. We're yeah. kind of on a lag right now. I got the computer back, so we'll yeah. be crisp, we'll be crisp and fresh. Yeah. And uh yeah. So Hawknet tried yeah. its best, but we fought the machine and uh yeah. we are we're coming back, brother. Yeah, find Stronger. out what
1: ha- find out what happens Macho Man versus Bruiser Brody.
0: Yeah, this is the part in the podcast where we point back at the villain yeah. and we hawk back up.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: so excuse me.
1: Speaking of hulking up...
0: Yeah, my dog loves to be part of the hosting squad. That's Buddha.
1: Buddha, always a badass.
0: Yes, indeed. Buddha badass. Um, yeah, so join us. Um, follow the Retromania page on Facebook. You can interact with us there. If you comment on anything, we'll get right back to you. Yep. If, you if you have any notes about the upcoming Hulkamania is Dead stuff, if you liked it, if you want to know what's going on next, or if you have any input for what we yeah. could do next, uh, yeah, please... Write to us, RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com or on the Facebook, Retromania with the W And always follow radio.com. They have a great list of podcasts there. Movie the Podcast, Inept Supervillains, and Us. Yep. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thanks.